who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. It's a very, very bravo Christmas. And joining me today in the virtual terrible studio, we have Abby and Vanessa of The Real Moms of Bravo. Hi, we're so excited to be here. I am Vanessa. And I'm Abby. There's a lot of terrible and terrible good things to discuss that's happened in the last week. I'm so excited. Santa has brought us so many gifts. I guess we've been good this year. We're not on the terrible list because I have plenty of gifts for us from under the tree. It's going to be good. Happy holidays to everyone. I'm so excited that we made it. You know, it's it's been a rough year, you guys. So I think we should literally give ourselves some props for making it in one piece. And that's questionable. I mean, it felt like it was longer than a year. <laughs> I mean, I had a baby this year. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, Vanessa, congratulations on the baby. That's awesome. Thank you. The Real Moms of Bravo are joining us. We have five days left until Christmas comes, until Santa comes, and we've been waiting for his big ass. So I hope he brings us some good stuff. I, I hope start... it's in a binder, too. You mean the thirst book? Is it a binder or is it a thirst book? It's a thirst book. It is a thirst book if I've ever seen one. And, you know, I'm here for it. I love it. Some people have called it, you know, the menu of the Cheesecake Factory because it's just so big. <laughs> That's really good. I like. <laughs> It's pretty accurate. <laughs> Let's get down with my terrible TV recommendations. You know, Netflix is really kicking it up a notch. Ariana Grande's concert is coming up the day after Christmas. If you're into ballet and gay sex, Tiny Pretty Things is extremely good. Black girl lead, a bunch of bitchy little white girls. It reminds me of Pretty Little Liars. It's so good and so terrible at the same time. Ladies, have you seen this ballet show? Two episodes in. I love it. It's great. Oh my God. I need yes. to start. I need to watch it. Everything you're saying sounds like everything I'd be into. Oh, it's so good. It's oh, like, it's oh. so good. It is but, very Pretty Little Liars, but also like at a boarding school meets like some gossip girl. I mean, meets a little bit of like, not murder, but like there's, I don't know how to describe what happens in the beginning, but there's like a little bit of like a scandal. It's, it's terrible at the same time though, isn't it? It really is. It's like, it, well, there's so many levels of how bad it is too. Like they can't, they're not supposed to have like sexual relations with anyone so like whether you're gay or straight you're hooking up with your roommate because it's the only person you're allowed to like lock the door with like <laughs> there's just so many things it's like so sad but also just so good everyone is so attractive in the show everyone i mean like, even the at, teachers I was like, everyone oh. <laughs> is gorgeous in the show it's it's I, I can't even watch it without you know, thinking about sex the whole time. Well, they're, they're fucking the whole time as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's, you're it's not alone. Yeah. It's really good. So uh, if you're into that, check that out. It's called tiny, pretty things on Netflix. Are and these just, things tiny and pretty? Have you gotten to see? The <laughs> <things>? <laughs> we don't see the things, things, but the people are tiny and pretty. Cause okay. that's the whole point of like a, being a ballet. Okay. Okay. Star, I follow but, now. I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. I love it. I love it. You're like, is it tiny, but is it pretty? Yeah. That's I mean, a good point, though. It's I mean, there is a difference. Based on what you're describing. Yeah. <laughs> there is a difference. And I like them pretty sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I was going to oh, say, don't so underrate pretty. a pretty one, even if tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, as I got older, I realized that 
I can appreciate the aesthetic and, and, and image of a beautiful one. And I'm not <laughs> going to hate on the tiny one because they've surprised me and it's about the motion of the ocean. So that's what Whoa. happens when you have been around the block. You can compare things. You know? <laughs> this is what you learn with age. You know, the wisdom that we get <laughs> as we get older. <laughs> I have one more recommendation for you guys from Netflix, and it's just called The Holiday. You know, it's on Netflix. It's Emma Roberts. You can see her work. And by work, I mean her Botox. It's fascinating to watch. Her face just doesn't move. And um, I want to keep it Christmas-related. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Because I really feel like this says a lot about a person. Favorite Christmas movie, hands down, is Home Alone for me. Okay, so for old, I'm going way back. The original Miracle on 34th Street. I love just the concept of believing and the fact, you know, like there's just something about like believing in the spirit of Santa around this time of year. So, and for modern or a little bit like newer ish, I have to go with elf. I just can't beat Will Ferrell as an elf. Um, I'm actually going to go with Vanessa and say my favorite Christmas movie is actually home alone as well, but it's not part one. It's part (gasps) two. Part two. Oh, so I agree. No. Oh my God. Part the bird two lady. Is no. So good. Oh no way. The old First of all, the two turtle doves. I I love that. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> the two turtle doves. I'm like over here thinking Tim Curry, the introduction <laughs> of all these comedy actors that would flourish later, and she's like the two turtle doves are my favorite. <laughs> Such a mom comment. I, <laughs> oh, but then like the bird lady, I don't know. There's something about like, I think there's just, it's so sweet about that one. I don't know. I love. And you it know too. what? There's a terrible aspect to the number two as well, because out of everything, you're just going to give her the two turtle doves and like some hot <laughs> chocolate. Your family is rich. Invite her back to the hotel room. Say, come have breakfast with us in that huge suite. You can have one of the presents like, I don't know, maybe dad can give you some money or something. Like, it just did not end well with me if we're going to stick to the brand. <laughs> Let's get into the Bravo breakdown. Santa has brought us some gifts, y'all. That was that, that, was that little mama drummer boy for you. <laughs> All right, well, let's start with the first gift. Ariana and Tom are getting sued. Okay, not a lot of people were reporting on this. I shared it to stories and then I was like checking a lot of other like Bravo accounts. I'm like, are we not supposed to talk about this? This is a big deal though. This is a big deal. And you know what? With this news came a lot of extra tea that I heard around town. Because if you remember watching the show, Ariana got this book deal on her own and Tom was like, dude, I'm the star bartender. You need to incorporate me into the book. Like I need to be a part of it. This is all allegedly, obviously, but so I heard the person that was making the deal wasn't very happy with Tom that he butted himself into the deal and they had to rework the contracts. It sounds true because we saw some of this play out on the show. Like she was talking about possibly getting a book and then he did kind of force his way into it. And we saw that on the show. My gut is that a lot of this had to do with Tom and he's going to try to make sure he can bury this um, and not have it happen on the show. Should they start filming soon. Well, they did respond and say that none of it is true and that they're going to get to the bottom of it. So uh, that's just the word on the street. They're being sued and they're saying none of it is true. Let's move on to a little bit of bad news. You know, speaking of the master of everything that has to do with pump rules, Lisa Vanderpump, Jiggy has passed away. And you guys, this is like what I love about Lisa Vanderpump. 
is the whole dog aspect. So this really hit home for me. I have a dog. I would be devastated. I know she has like 15 dogs, but come on. That was like her first child, the one that she was really attached to. So I feel really bad for Lisa. We are sending our condolences. Rest in peace, Jiggy. I mean, he got married on Watch What Happens Live. I mean... Andy dressed up as Jiggy. Like, Jiggy is the first lady dog of Bravo, first everything of Bravo. He's iconic. Rest in peace. Never forget when he drank out of that chalice uh, that Ken was holding at that dinner party, and everyone's faces were like, what the fuck? For a while there, I think we all thought he was a little bit of a taxidermy because we didn't move at all but i hope we're like check on him is he passed already yeah but i hope he went away peacefully and my heart goes out to her let's move on to real housewives of atlanta where santa has brought us a little present but i'm not sure if it's cole wrapped up with a nice gift who i'm talking about I'm talking about Drew, the new housewife. She's brought along an introduction to her husband, and it's not good, you guys. It's the first time we're seeing them interact, and it's just not a good situation. They have horrible communication skills. They actually got into a fight. He left for three days. She has no idea where he's at, and now they're filming a reality show, and they're talking about it for the first time, and she still doesn't know where he's at. I'm sorry. That would not fly with me. I would find you and come and get you. I will. I would pull that redhead from Wedding Crashers like, I will find you. <laughs> I will turn on, find my iPhone. I will get in that ass and I'm going to beat whoever's in there, including your ass as well. So I'm already bored of Drew and Ralph. Like it's not entertaining or like groundbreaking watching this couple that really probably is going to end in divorce. I think we all see that coming. I was excited with her coming on just because she does kind of have an exciting past and that she's been in movies. She was on the game and she played herself. She's got a little bit of like a reputation. So I was like, oh, this will be interesting. I'm really curious why they picked her. I don't really see the appeal of her. I don't think she has a great story. I'm not excited. Like, are you guys excited so far? Like, I'm just waiting for Potomac to come on right afterwards. That's fair. I, I've enjoyed it. I really think the angle that they've taken with COVID, given that it was filmed during a pandemic, is a little bit more tolerable to watch than what we've seen with OC and Southern Charm. However, in watching this week's most recent episode, I feel like Atlanta, in terms of their thoughts on the pandemic, it's like, okay, we're going to wear face shields to show that we're being <laughs> safe. Um, we're going to have a 250-person wedding. Yeah. Um, so that part's a little annoying <laughs> to watch. I'm excited to get in deep with... Um, you know, what's going on with the ladies, but I do feel like we need a shakeup. Like what is Cynthia bringing other than a COVID spreader event this, 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 this season? <laughs> the super spreader event of 2020. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, there's just like, there's not much storyline there anymore. I love Candy, but give me something else. We had to give credit where credit's due. I mean, she's a freaking mass angel. She's given us some hits. She's given us a lot. <laughs> Let's give her a show. She's graduated. She's earned her position. I think if we're just going to see Candy, then we might as well just see her in her own show. Because when she's a part of Atlanta, I want to see something else. You know what I mean? You want to see a little mess. A little mess. I do want to see a little mess. You know, I, I miss the old Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I'm not going to say that we need Nini, even though I do kind of miss Nini. But for now, let's talk about one of the biggest gifts that Santa brought us. And that's the Eric and Jane drama. <sighs> 
You guys, oh I tried God, to ignore that. I'm so them. excited. I'm like shimmying right now because it, that's how I feel when I hear Erica Jane scandal. Oh my God. Honestly, you guys, at first I wasn't really about it. I was just like, I don't care. Like she's tried so hard to like hold this in and hide this. Like I don't even care anymore. What changed everything for me was when the LA Times did a front page on Tom Girardi. When it hits LA Times, I'm just like, this isn't about Bravo anymore. This is something bigger than us. And this man allegedly stole money from plane crash victims, burn victims. I'm just like, this is crazy. I'm just like, oh my God, I can't keep up. My head is spinning. And then she releases text messages on Instagram that are like 50 years old and they remain on the Zach Morris cell phone at Saved by the Bell High. <laughs> She says, Trisha was fucking my husband. He paid for her sax bill and her plastic surgery. To me, it's deflection. The post was deleted literally 22 minutes later. I like, I've always liked EJ. I'm kind of rooting for her a little bit. I do think she's, you know, she's clearly kind of like a ride or die bitch. And I feel like Tom has embarrassed her in a way for her to like kind of turn on him. I don't feel like there she's the divorce was a ploy to hide assets and all of that only because I mean okay she's Erica Jane she's this isn't like Ocean's 12 here like the feds and everything are watching <laughs> everything very very closely um I'm curious to see like legally what's going to happen with her because I I don't think she um is a la Teresa Judice Judice and didn't know things were happening I just don't know to what degree and um, if they can prove it. I think yeah. that's going to be the hardest part to prove that, you know, I mean, I think that at the very end, Tom is disbarred at a minimum from this. I mean, legally, when you get settlement money as a lawyer, you are legally required to put that into trust. So the fact that he moved it into his own account, even if he would have paid them back, that alone, he should be disbarred. The fact that he didn't give them their settlement money probably means jail time as well. I think that's what started it, though. I think he got attention for that. I mean, you get the largest settlement, your ego, you're a lawyer, so you have a big ego anyway. Your ego gets boosted. You have this hot younger wife who then, you know, years later is approached to be on, you know, this reality TV show that's all about just, you know, extravagance and wealth and flaunting it. And I don't think they had as much wealth as they wanted, especially being on the show. If you truly are not in the top 1% and you're going to act like you are, you are going to have the biggest fall from grace because all it's going to do is yep. put more eyes on you and people are going to question Red stuff. flags. Exactly. When Teresa Judice was paying for furniture and I'm not talking about 50, $60,000, she was paying six figures who drops $200,000 <laughs> at like Ashley furniture on freaking Bravo TV criminals. That's who. I just didn't know that Tom was the good lawyer in Aaron Brockovich. So this makes it so much worse. I'm like, what? You stole money from settlement victims? Oh my God, you are terrible. So he's officially on the list. Tom Girardi. Should we throw Erica in there as well, girls? She's not innocent. Put her in She's, there. I mean, might as well. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for her like a tiny bit just because I love a comeback story. But uh, yeah, put her in there. Why not? 
All right. Well, we have our nominations. Let's move on to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, you guys, Utah's crazy. They give you single shots, watered down. It's hard to get drunk there, even with that crazy high altitude. I don't know. Heather Gay goes home with the hot black guy. Jen Shaw, you know, people have been nominating her for being extra, but I have a soft spot for people that are extra. We just can't fucking help it, you know? And she's doing her job as a housewife. She's my kind of girl when people are walking through your yard and she's just like, who does that? You can get shot for that. Like, you need to announce yourself. And then we have this Sundance party. Katie and Lala show up. And why are they here? It's like Larsa showing up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, girl, you were not invited. Why are you here? I mean, you mean Larsa on selling selling Sunset? That's how far <laughs> on I everything. Would go. No, Larsa, Larsa on Miami, even Real Housewives of Miami, when she was a cast member. Why is she there? <laughs> Jen Shaw, lover or hater, she's polarizing, but she's like what you want from a housewife. She's extra, uh-huh. over the top, dramatic, like just. But I also do have a soft spot for her, like you do, Leanne. I, I mean, I get like people who kind of are a little bit intense and wear their heart on their sleeves, and she's definitely one of them. I mean, Mary Cosby, that, that deserves its own separate little episode on her. I can't make any of that shit up. Whitney, who did not expect to like her, did not expect to like every episode learn something new about her. Love her. I love her. Heather, hilarious. Absolutely adore her. Lisa Barlow is the villain we've all been waiting for as Housewife fans. You love to hate her. You know, Mary addresses the fact that like, yes, I did, you know, marry my step-grandfather. I didn't want to. I lied for months, so I didn't have to have sex with him. And now this family member slash stranger is my housekeeper. I'm like, holy shit, lady. I have more questions on you than anyone else, (laughs) than all the other Housewives combined. Like Mary alone, a million questions. I feel like she did all of it for the money. All of it. A thousand percent. She like sold her soul. Like I feel like her grandma took her soul to go to whatever heaven she <laughs> believes in. And that is what we have left. She was like, that's what, my, that's what my grandmother wanted. She, I'm like, I don't care what she wanted. And um, I think that we can expect a lot of good things from this show. I'm excited. They need to replace it with Real Housewives of Orange County and bring it down to like a, you know, a better time slot. Nobody wants to watch it, a brand new episode at 1130 at night. By then, I'm super, super in the clouds. The edibles have kicked in and I don't even know where I am. (laughs) I know. We need to kick it to like OC to like Friday or Thursday. I mean, Southern Charm is terrible too. So put Southern Charm and OC on Thursday. It can just be a wash and then give us Salt Lake Wednesday primetime. Southern Charmed, I like, I think I watched the first couple episodes and now I'm just like not interested. You know, Austin did a live, another COVID spreader with Kristen Cavalieri. They were singing Taylor Swift. Apparently he's not with Madison. And I'm just like, I don't care. You guys like literally all of you guys should go hang out with the summer house people and then all have a huge party as a farewell to Bravo because no one cares anymore, especially summer house. I'm like, do we need another season of these privileged, boring white kids in the Hamptons and Montauk? I don't think so. I yes, think, Leanne. I know oh you guys God. like summer house. I know love summer do. house. I and I did enjoy it. that super spreader Nashville event. I enjoyed watching the drunken, stupidness like oh, i i liked God. it there's, I, I feel mean, like kyle was like the bully in everyone's junior high school <laughs> i actually think he wasn't i think he was the wannabe and that's why he's the bully now he's like my dad owns 
you know, the pharmacy that everyone goes to in town. So like, whatever. I'm probably friends with a Kyle, like a guy like that right now. Like I truly, like I'm probably, I can't think of who that is. I'm like going through my head right now, but I'm definitely friends with a Kyle type person. Love Summer House. Oh, you're the only one girl. There's like five of you. It's you. Oh, it's us. It's, it's, it's Vanessa, Abby mixing with Monty and like, Anthony Lario. I would say Anthony Lario and maybe Morgan. And that's it. There's your five. No, there's a lot more of us now. Anthony just wants to lick Kyle's little pink butthole. That's all that's about. Well, that's okay. (laughs) We'll let him. (laughs) I'm like, Carl is the only one that's had a glow up. Like he had a beard and turned into a different person. And his ears pinned. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? So there is something more. Okay. No, if you look, it's the ears. For sure. He probably will deny it, but it happened. Definitely terrible. All right. Well, there's only one gift left under the tree, and I think we should open it. I have a feeling it's really good. Because Give it a we, shake. What is it? Da, 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 da. I don't know, but it's oozing yellow dresses. <gasps> Atomic! It's, oh, what it, a gift. It, it's oozing some biasness from Andy Cohen. Oh, my God. And there's a binder in here. Let's get into <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac. We're doing part, the reunion part two. You know, there's only one more reunion left, but there's only one week left of this month, this year. So I don't know if I'm going to, uh, if I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to cover it. we got a lot of stuff planned for the new year. So let's just get it all out of the way now. Girls, let's get into this. Monique, the binder. I think Andy was trying to remain as neutral as possible. I think he actually showed some sort of like annoyance with Monique because she tried to butt in and he said, actually, I'd like to hear from Candace. I think his hope was maybe we can get somewhat of a resolution. Legally, it's resolved. There are no files or cases left to like, it's done. There's nothing left to discuss. I think that what we're all hoping for, and I feel like Bravo picks people that they want to give these opportunities to like, okay, redeem yourself. The fans hate you right now. We're going to help you redeem yourself. They did it with Kelly Dodd for Watch What Happens Live. I think they basically gave her a script to read and she did a terrible job. But I think they're trying to do the same with Monique. Like, Monique, we're going to give you another opportunity to say you're sorry. And she just won't do it. And I think... (laughs) And I feel like Andy's like, what the fuck, girl? I'm trying to help you keep this job. And you're just sit, sitting there all high and mighty with this binder. Monique isn't like 100% crazy. We cannot act like Candace didn't provoke her because Candace definitely did provoke her. I'm really upset and pissed that Bravo just showed last night that unaired footage of why Monique went after Candace because I didn't know that piece. I'm not saying it's oh, still okay because Wait, I have you didn't know that Candace was yelling all those obscenities behind the door. No, they didn't share that. And then that's why Monique was like, okay, you're going to say I'm fired. Well, then let me finish you or whatever yeah. she said. No, um, abs- a thousand percent. I mean, she's not, they're both in the wrong. I just wish Monique would have just swallowed her pride and at least just say, listen, I'm sorry that I hurt you. Just acknowledge the fact it would be that over. she just hurt it would be and over. it would be over. But the fact that the matter is Monique keeps dragging the shit out and the way but she's you know done what, in though? interviews, it's, it's exhausting. I'm like, I want to root for you, but you are fucking this up. <laughs> it's almost like we needed like a prosecutor in a um, <laughs> criminal case, a murder case to break down the fight, like scene by scene by scene, just to shut everyone up and what they saw and what they believe, even though they were there. But yeah, Candace definitely provoked Monique 
needs to just own her part. And I think it'd be over. I think if she just owned her part in the fight, it would be done. Oh my God. Well, obviously we can go on forever. Potomac is insane. There's one more reunion left. But, you know, it's come down to that time in the show where we've talked about it all. We've literally went down through the list. And I feel like Santa brought us a lot of good gifts. Um, so uh, it's time for you guys uh, to vote for most terrible. Who is most terrible of the week in your book, girl? I think I'm going to have to say Tom Girardi for not taking money from plane crash victims. I don't think he can get any more terrible than that. <laughs> right? Like, I, yeah, I, it's weird from it's a baby. Sh- it's shocking. It, it is shocking. So um, I, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with your, actually, you know what? I feel like this is just the beginning. So I'm going to hold off on, on, on voting Tom. That could be your most terrible, but I think I'm going to go with Drew's husband. What's his name? Ralph. Ralph. Yes. He is my most terrible because we still don't know where you were for three days. And that is unacceptable. Even Candy on Watch What Happens Live was like, I can't, I can't deal with that. That would not fly in the Tucker house. So no, it wouldn't. It's really fucked up. And I really hope he continues to get reamed on it because it's not normal. And it's, and I got, I got even more pissed that he tried to group it as like a black man thing. I'm like, no, don't throw other black men in this. It's not. It's the you thing, and it's a fucked up thing. Yeah, it's you. You're the fuck boy in the situation, okay? You're yes. terrible. Oh so gosh. I'm voting Ralph most terrible. Um, Vanessa has voted for Tom Girardi to be most terrible. That is our most terrible of the week. Thank you so much to my guests, the real moms of Bravo. Vanessa, do you want to give us a quick little plug? Yes, I would love to. Thank you for having us first and foremost, Leanne. Happy holidays, everyone. And if you love our hot takes, please check out Real Moms of Bravo wherever you're listening to this podcast. And also check out our Instagram, Real Moms of Bravo. You guys, I want to thank all my supporters that contribute to the podcast. So, you know, so it remains a high quality podcast. Ashley, Elizabeth, Perla, Stephanie, Holly, Chantel, Takesha, April. Thank you so much. If you want to be part of the community, part of the supporters, click on the link in my Instagram bio. You're on Instagram all the time. You know, we work hard to give you guys the best quality content. Thank you for listening to a very, very Bravo Christmas. The Everyone is Terrible Christmas edition with the Real Moms of Bravo. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. I want to thank my guests for coming in. I want to thank everyone for supporting the show and making it a fabulous year. Hang in there. Stay safe. Happy holidays. And we love you, terrible people. Say bye, girls. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye, terrible kids. We'll see you next week. Who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Leon.